0: Coming up on this episode of the Break Room.
1: When he's like walking up to that throne, like I certainly got emotional, and maybe that's just because I have uh, just this deep attachment to this character. I do think that this was one of their wins, and I, totally. and I it was, uh, and maybe it's just because I'm obsessed with Loki, um, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I definitely am singing its praises.
0: Welcome back to the break room. I'm John Costa. Joining me today is Jordan Morris. Hi, hi everybody. Hi Jordan. And new friend of the channel, Jackie Jean. Hi
1: everybody. Hi, Jack. Hello. Welcome Hello. Jackie.
0: You may have seen Jackie hosting E3 or potentially on the
1: circle.
0: Will <laughs> I was she? the question mark? I don't know. It's, that's how it's written. I'm Ron Burgundy. <laughs> um... <laughs> Why did you read it like that? That's what it says in the prompter. Uh, will so the can, wait, survive so just... the elimination that Jordan and I plan to do at the end of this episode? Will her clout be clouty enough?
2: We'll oh, find out. Oh, my goodness. And after the
0: show, I'm going to marry someone
2: I'm only seeing for the first time. Oh, love Whoa! Yeah. Love
0: but we've wine. already met. Hey, it's 2023. You haven't met what? the real me, <laughs> mask. Right. Oh, god, no. <laughs> He's beautiful. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's 2023. What a year! Yes. Oh, can't I, honestly, guys. Can't wait to get on the other side of this one. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the world of media. We had a crazy double strike mm-hmm. that was historically long, not fun, mm-hmm. um, although it pushed a lot of things to next year. We still got a g- lot of great things to sort of end the year, a lot of great things that happened right before the strike. Um, we're going to get into all of that as we go through the top nerdy moments <gasps> from this year, starting at the beginning yay, of the year, yeah, yeah. Okay. slash, I guess not.
1: No, Last of Us, I think, was going on in of January. Last of Us was
0: at the beginning of the year, but then there's one piece. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. Guys, okay. these are both the adaptations. Order, Here yeah. we go. Uh, yeah. two, two of our favorite adaptations this year have been The Last of Us and One Piece. Kind of different shows, yes. but uh, I think shows that a lot of people were like, ooh, I want to see this translated from, you know, animation or or animation mm-hmm. <laughs> in video game form um, into live action. Can you believe that all of that happened this year? Maybe one of the best video game adaptations of all time and and truly like a win for an anime adaptation Mm -hmm. that doesn't happen as often as as maybe you'd think it would
1: what are you talking about the dragon ball live action is one of the
0: best movies of all time and by you and by you saying that the last of us is the
2: best of all time that's mortal kombat erasure my friends that's christopher lambert as raid in mortal kombat erasure so
1: man okay i do think we do have to speak about these two shows though like you said doing landmark things um the last of us was not just like good or solid like i think we see like some video game adaptations and we're like that was fun yeah yeah like the last of us it's heavy it made me cry it's gory it's dark like i really was worried about it because both of the games are precious to my heart and so i was just like please don't mess this up please don't mess this up Cowboy Bebop, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> um, and The Last of Us, I, I really, like, I I don't feel like I'm erroneous saying this. Like, I thought it was, like, perfection. I thought it was really, really solid.
0: You know, I didn't even realize this is what we were going to be talking about on the show today. Earlier today, I just was working and I pulled up The Last of Us soundtrack and I just, oh. like, brought myself back oh, yeah. to not only playing those games but doing the after show for that show. It It was, like, I know this sounds really weird to say, but, like it was weirdly comforting to watch that show. Just, I think because I was such a fan of the games yeah, and like getting to watch something that like you know the creators are going to treat with such respect just means that you could kind of like let yourself go. Let all your worries about an adaptation away and then just like enjoy the story again. Mm-hmm. And there were some changes in the show that I thought worked really well for a TV show that still kind of brought some surprises. I had a great time watching The Last oh, of yeah. Us. You I, I saying
1: that just made my yeah. heart warm. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah I, I also love those games. Mm-hmm. Uh, Except for I, that second one. Jordan, notoriously.
1: Oh, really? You're not a
0: fan of two? I do no, like two. <laughs> that is a whole debate. I was, I was like, John, don't I was don't teeing do you up that. to be problematic. And oh,
2: that oh, Well, yes. I do have a separate YouTube channel where I wear a Guy Fawkes mask where I say what I really think of the MCU. Oh, my God. Uh, no. Uh, that <laughs> shit sucks. Um, I, no, I do love both those games. I thought the second one was fantastic. Yeah. Um, it's so good. And love Play it. the yeah. game. Yeah. Uh, yes. And something that's so interesting about the last of those adaptation uh, a little bit of a spoiler, Spoiler here. Um, they, For what? What are you spoiling? Uh, I'm going to say they do the plot of the game pretty much oh. as it was in the game. So a lot of video game adaptations, you know, they change things around. They switch characters. It's They kind of think too hard about it. And mm-hmm. I, what I kind of like about this adaptation was it's like, Don't overthink it. People love this story. Mm -hmm. People love these characters. Just do the story as a TV show and people will like it. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I kind of felt that same way about Super Mario too. Um, I thought that was kind of a don't overthink it adaptation. Mm -hmm. Like you don't have to explain the mushrooms. You don't have to explain the pipes. It's just magic. It's just fun. And I think this is kind of the same way where they're like, let's try and understand and harness what people like about the thing rather than just... Changing it to change
0: it. I think that, like, as a as a, like a wannabe filmmaker myself, mm-hmm. one of my like unwritten adaptation rules is like the plot actually does not matter. You just need to make people feel the way that they felt when they were reading the thing or <laughs> watching the thing the first time or playing the thing. Mm. And like, okay, yes, people want to see the plot again, but like. What, you really, what you're really gonna bank on for adaptations is like just recapturing how people felt yeah. and like making sure that the themes are there and the setting is right and like just giving people an opportunity to like live with this thing in a new medium. And like the really intricate details of like, oh, well, why'd they cut Hermione's, you know, plot out of Order of the Phoenix with, it's like, Because that's, that is like... I'm also doing this when I'm (laughs) planning online. Uh, But he says, like, you can cut things, you can change things as long as the, like, feeling is there. And I maybe used a bad example, because I think people really like that storyline from Order of the (laughs) Phoenix. But
2: but I I think, okay, I'll bring up up an example
0: from my youth. Uh, One of the great
2: disappointments of my growing up was the Street Fighter adaptation. Um, You know, I still love Street Fighter, and I was so excited, like, Van Damme's going to be in a Street Fighter movie. And then it just... Was this different thing? It wasn't yeah. about a fighting tournament. It was about a military operation, and it's like you didn't even. It's like you don't like the game, and yeah. I think a lot of the adaptations of our youth kind of seemed like they think comics are dumb or they think video games are dumb, mm-hmm. and they're trying to like, you know, okay, we have to adapt this. But I think uh, with The Last of Us, I'm excited to hear about One Piece, yeah. which I didn't watch. Um, It seems like they love the source material and the love comes through.
1: That, okay, so it's interesting. You you wanted me to to pivot into One Piece here. So um, for One Piece, they were very heavily involved with the creator. And they were like, we want you to be super involved with this process and in approvals, everything like that, right? And with The Last of Us, they were working very closely with Naughty Dog as well. With Cowboy Bebop, Shinichiro Watanabe, who created it, it's one of the most epic anime of all time. I literally have it tattooed on my side. Um, And he watched the first episode and was like, this is not my story and literally turned it off and and so i think like you have just been like honestly like everything you say i'm just like ditto ditto it's just you know don't mess with the source material like if the source material is good like let let it be great just find a way to bring in those wonderful feelings and emotions that we felt with it like give us the nostalgia right and then also i think just sorry last point just that um it's important to like honor the creators and like work with the creators and I think that's why those two were super successful and I hope writers and studios and everything are doing their homework and have noted and learned that so sorry
0: I I can't speak for people who are in these rooms or or getting these gigs or whatever but like oftentimes with a big adaptation like this there will be what's called an open writing assignment which basically just means that they want to hear pitches from a bunch of different writers they haven't hired Mm -hmm. but they know that they want to make this thing and you know, that in this era has probably been beneficial for some of these films because you have a ton of different writers pitching on these things and like they're bringing various amounts of passion. But I do imagine like what you were talking about back in our youth when they were doing these adaptations, uh, it almost felt like they were like, we have an IP. We're gonna green light this movie because we know this IP is gonna bring in money. We have this writer. Uh, And the writer is like, well, I might not ever make another feature-length film again. I'm going to tell my story and, uh, you Mm. know, use this opportunity to talk about the things that I want to talk about rather than, like, maybe doing a faithful adaptation. And it's interesting that you talk about One Piece and how, you know, integral the creator of that anime was to the Netflix adaptation, specifically because there are, like, you know, there are hundreds of episodes of One Piece. I can't imagine trying to adapt that show can A2. I get on my soapbox yes, again? Yes, please.
1: Okay, so... Bring in the soapbox! Piece, get it in! <laughs> watch One Piece. I don't even need a soapbox. I'm 6'2". Like, if I stood up, I'd be, like, out of the frame right now. But anyway, um, One Piece is awesome. Did you all see Hook? Come on.
2: I love... Okay. 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 So shocking. When you're, a, when you're a kid and you watch Hook. Yes. Or at least when I was a kid and I watched you Hook. you
1: hiding? <laughs> yeah.
2: I'm like, this... Jordan,
1: is- why is he hiding from us? I don't know.
2: <laughs> I've never seen Hook. Oh! <gasps>
1: Jordan, well, that is a an defense. Okay, okay. I'm like, yeah, we're, we're, gonna, we're cut the, off from this conversation. The
2: phone. soapbox <laughs> will now host the show. We're <laughs> going to bring in the soapbox if she was going to stay. No. Uh, it's in the
0: corner. It, it's
2: a ton of fun. I was so shocked when I learned that that is considered a bad Spielberg movie. I think it was kind what? of a bomb at the time. And to people who are maybe around our age, you're like, oh, that was the ultimate sleepover movie. Oh, You watched ultimate. that at every sleepover movie. Yeah. Bangarang. Um,
1: uh, I watched it by myself. Oh yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I I think I knew it by heart. But okay, so if you liked Hook, yes, One Piece I is love. like the world is Hook. You know what I mean? It, it, cool. It's literally when you... Okay, so you watched the first episode, right? And you told me you were like kind of met on it? Yeah. Okay, so I do think like it's one of those where they're trying to do a lot of world building and introduce you to a lot of characters in the first episode. So it's kind of a little bit of a grind. And I think they were also wanted people to like see a lot of their favorites. You know what I mean? And so get like excited about that. It really, really takes off. Like I think maybe just a couple episodes in. And I know people are like, well, why aren't the first two episodes good then? Like I, they're solid. it just goes from like solid to like great in my opinion and if you like hook it's just it's pirates they're having fun it's campy they have like over-the-top costumes the the whole premise is about like you know taking down the government and like you know we're you know we have hearts and and we have connections with people and like we Mm. don't need like the higher ups to tell us like how to live our life and do our thing, and so it has like this really like pure wonderful story. And like you were saying, thousands of episodes. They adapted the East Blue thousands. saga. Well, I, it's it's yeah it's like, over a thousand. Over a thousand. That's yeah, it's a thousand wild. like tw- 50, se- maybe. You know 70, when I was about to amazing.
0: say hundreds, I was like yeah no there are many multiple hundreds. Yeah. But I almost walked it back and I was like over no, it's but a hundred. <laughs> over a thousand. I'm pretty
1: sure it's like a thousand seventy ish. Wow. Um something like that. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but but, um, I don't it, think anybody on the internet yeah. tell me I'm wrong. Um I know the internet No <laughs> us in the comments. The never so we, go. wrong. we
0: got 1,088. Oh, episodes. I was wrong.
1: Oh my god. Oh, oh
0: man, what cool? a Anyway, movie.
1: regardless, there's a lot of a source mean. material, right? Yeah. And I I just felt like they successfully executed on like encompassing that saga really well. And so I know a lot of you um watching at home are you you were probably really familiar with like Star Wars and Marvel and everything like that. Like this is an adventure story with pirates. And so I'm just like I, I, I know you haven't seen it. You haven't seen it. Some of you at home may not have seen it. And I'm just like, please go check it out. It's I so mean, good.
0: You're convincing me. What I'm yeah. starting to love about this episode that we're doing is like, now I have, okay, we're about to all go see our families potentially, you know, or, or, or take some time off of work, whatever it is. We got now a list of like, oh, yeah. oh great. I'm now sold on One Piece. You might, I, I, we should move on. But you should watch it. I too. think that the problem that I had with One Piece was like, I have a camp tolerance that Mm -hmm. um, sometimes I just like am not in the mood. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, hell yeah, let's bring on the camp. That sounds super fun. Other times I'm like, "Ah, I just kind of want to watch something that's a little bit more grounded. I think when I watched the first episode of One Piece, I was like... (sighs) <sighs> Not for me today. Can't do the stretch. That's why you never
2: want to come over and watch Batman and
0: Robin, huh? Because <laughs> <It's> <laughs> I'm watching it alone. Oh my god. Pausing <laughs> on the scenes. <laughs>
2: oh my god.
1: I'm sorry. Rewind. I'm so happy you brought that up. I I love those. I love the um. I like. I'm weird. I liked Val Kilmer as Batman.
2: He's a good and Batman. I
1: thought George Clooney wasn't bad. I, we like. I am not disrespecting Michael Keaton. Like, Michael Keaton is perfection. That that you are talking com- about Christmas stuff. Batman Returns, right? It's a good Christmas movie. Good Christmas anyway, movie. I'm sorry. ADD brain, I'm like all over the
2: place. <laughs> I
0: was gonna anyway, try to get you- You're coming you
1: into th- your I first episode with know. some spicy I takes.
0: T- I, was, I was trying <laughs> to get the audience I, to turn on you in your first episode by <laughs> asking, what's your favorite Batman? Well, um, you know, Hi, this I, is my first episode. So Val Kilmer's the best battery. No, he's
1: like, okay, okay, I'll take it back. He's but he's not that bad. No, I think people good. really like You're hated right. on him at the time. And I actually thought that movie was really fun. But again I think, you know, our youth. And so I wear a lot of things with rose-colored sure. lenses. So maybe, is Hook bad? Hook
2: might be bad. Is Hook really bad?
1: <laughs> I have not I seen it
0: as an adult. I and I know, know, you know. I've
1: rewatched but it as an adult and I still love it. I,
0: I, I will know. say, speaking of rose-colored glasses, we also had a sort of summertime blockbuster oh, fest. Yes. yes. Barbie. Mm-hmm. Rose-colored mm-hmm. glasses, pink. That was good, that was good. Uh, really nice. it segway. Wasn't good no. Oh, the, the segue. I, no. I had to explain it. Oh, yeah. And Oppenheimer. We had this great Boppenheimer, Barbenheimer, whichever side of the, the linguistic fence you're on there. We got to talk about it. Yeah. Um, iconic event, maybe the biggest kind of pop culture event of the year, mm-hmm. you could argue. Um, very hilariously kind of like fueled by <laughs> Christopher Nolan's <laughs> business rivalry? I don't know if you want to call it that. Feeling a little jaded about Warner Brothers and leaving his overall deal with Warner and going to Universal. Um, And then Warner being like, well, we're going to put out the highest grossing movie of the year um, when your movie comes out. So let's talk about this. Do you think something like this is possible again? Just like, I, I'm sure we've had moments in cinema like this before, but two movies that like feel like they should be so far apart in terms of audience, but weirdly have a lot of overlap.
2: People like, tried to make Saw Patrol happen for a while.
0: <laughs> it's too make. far apart. <laughs> Does it have to have a catchy name? <laughs> you know, like what, what? What's the what's the deal? Uh, yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I think it was fun, and it was a fun like celebration of movies in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and definitely like you're seeing some little glimmers of hope for theatrical releases. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool that Godzilla minus one was so big in theaters. Oh, uh, love that. Amazing movie. that people are going to see Beyonce and Taylor Swift in
0: movie theaters. Yeah, true. Uh,
2: if only they could just put out a tour a year, that would be great. <laughs> I, uh,
0: hey, you know when they see that box office receipt come in, they might decide yeah, yeah we'll do like, a
2: tour. Yeah, like, oh, okay. I, I I will admit I have not seen Oppenheimer yet uh, because I'm just still watching Barbie.
0: I just watch Barbie all the time. I love Barbie. Barbie. I'm a (laughs) feminist.
1: You haven't seen Oppenheimer.
0: I wasn't planning on being outed like that on this episode, (laughs) but uh, I have not seen Oppenheimer. I tried to watch Oppenheimer the other day. (laughs) I made the mistake of, uh, uh, this is legal, you live in California, I <laughs> took an edible, and I was watching it, and because I, I was You're like, "Are be embarrassed, man?" No, I'm not. I know. Our audience is cool. I know. Cool. My mom There's doesn't no watch this. Whatever. Where? There's uh, no narcs
2: <laughs> in the audience.
0: Um, anyways, I was like, you know, 75% I can't see it in of the people watching. This I can't see it on a big screen. I'll just turn the volume up way high. Yeah. I'll move the couch closer to the TV. I'll take an edible. It's the same thing. I could not follow the first 20 (laughs) minutes of that movie. I was a little too messed up. So I was like, I'll watch this another time. So that's where I'm at with Up and I right now.
1: Okay, so here are my thoughts on Oppenheimer, and I'm probably gonna. I have bad takes on things. Apparently, (laughs) Val Kilmer is a great Batman. No, these are. I thought they're hot. They're hot takes. They're hot takes indeed. Um, Oppenheimer, I think, is uh, beautiful. It was like very, very like gorgeous to watch, Um, and it's extremely heavy and dark, and it's one of those where I was like. I've, I've watched it once, I, I don't think I'm gonna watch that again, you know? And it's uh-huh, like, interesting. yeah, and I think that, uh, obviously like everyone's entitled to their own opinion, this is just my own. Like it was it was very heavy, very sad, um, and a well done movie, um, but like watched it and it, for me it's done, you know? For Barbie, um, I wouldn't. I think I saw it in theaters three times, and wow. um, like you said, it was like a celebration, right? Like I, I saw all these people showing up, wearing pink, and, yeah. and going in collectives, and um, and I, I I definitely think that there were people who were, they were showing up for both of them. It was just like this cool, for lack of a better word, movement. I feel like that's like kind of too yeah, strong of a word, yeah. but it was like, you know, people were getting really excited about both of these movies, and I think that yeah. though, like, I don't think Oppenheimer is probably in my top 20 movies list um it was it was worth seeing in theaters i thought it was beautiful and gorgeous and you know, could speak about it at length, but um like it just kinda was like contained for me there. And then Barbie was something that was just like so fun and sparked so many conversations. Frankly, it sparked even some arguments, you know, like I, I found myself like getting into it with some people about it, you know? And oh gosh, TikTok, social media was going nuts. Like yeah. it was just like I, I don't movement's not the right word, but it was definitely like some sort of like It was social an event. event. Yeah, maybe that's it. Uh,
0: and I think like I you were saying I think you were saying, you know, we want more of these things. The question that I kind of started with was, like, can this happen again? I do think, like, if you look back, maybe you would say that eras and renaissance are sort of having a smaller version of that event right now. But there have been events, maybe not with two movies, but, like, No Way Home, for me, felt like an event. Sure. Endgame mm-hmm. felt like an event. But even movies like, um, I had another one in mind, but Crazy Rich Asians felt like Definitely. we're going to the go see the... Uh, this movie in a theater, even though like you wouldn't think a rom com is like you got to go to the theater mm-hmm. to watch this film, and you know there's a couple others that I think. Oh, Cats was the other one that I was thinking of, oh, which, no. is like, what? which is Who like, which is like. Cats, cats, felt like cats, it's own. cats felt like this movie is so bad. It is in <laughs> theaters. You have one opportunity to like go do some like weird cats shit at a theater. I didn't see it in theaters, unfortunately, but like I really wish I, I had. Did.
2: I did. And by the end, people were just yelling at the screen. Yes. Who's that? Yes. What are you talking about? Just yeah. perfect. Purse, like so, so fun. I, I like the
1: musicals. So, I know the
2: music's great. And so
1: I'm like, to hear how bad it was, I was devastated. You know, so I didn't, That's I didn't fair. see. I it, think it's like, the fact that they really.
2: were pretty faithful to it. You know, oh, and really? they, I think we maybe. It's such an institution if you're a musical theater fan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You maybe don't realize how insane it
1: is. It is. is, And to just see it
2: projected on the screen. And I know we're all kind of stumping for like, hey, you know, don't take so many liberties with adaptations. Adapt the thing. Love the thing. But I think in this case, the musical
0: might be too insane to be a musical. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Correct me if I'm wrong here. I think a couple of the problems... I I don't know how we got onto Cats. It's my fault. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Correct me if I'm wrong here. As someone who has not seen the stage play or the musical... Um, is the, the main character cat in the movie is a new character. Is that right? Who Wait, are we what? talking about the
1: musical or the
2: movie? The
0: movie. Oh, there are the movie. some new cats. I don't remember it enough to speak on it. With, and <laughs> I don't. Well, a cat I, I think that it goes. That yeah. uh, <laughs> yeah, we have Jordan Morris today, who is uh, a cat cats expert. No, but like you know, I I'm a cat like, weirdo. No. I have a cat
2: that I'm not. not the movie cat. He does have a cat it's on his It's my personal currently. cat, who
0: is an angel. Um, like, yes, <laughs> do you want to hear about that cat? <laughs> but you know, like the, the 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 stage version of that musical is. Way campier than the movie. Mm-hmm. It is not a. It's not a, like a plot-driven show. campier than the no. movie. In I the, think so. Yeah, okay. I think
1: it's like really okay. over the top. Okay. And also, so. like, mind you, I watched it when I was really young, and I mainly just like know the music. Right. But like, I don't even remember a plot. Like, it was like there's
0: no plot. It's just dancing. a bunch. Of there's stuff. no plot. Yeah. They're like, we all want to die and go to heaven. That's sure. the plot. Yeah.
2: Yeah, and and, and so yeah, maybe in that case someone should have tried to maybe give it a little bit more of a skeleton (laughs) to make it more of a movie. I could see that. uh, But also I had so much fun watching it, I maybe don't want it to be different. Hey, it was an
1: event. It was an event. Um, event. There you go. By the way... Our producer was like, don't talk about the, just briefly talk about this stuff off the top and then get into Marvel. And we've oh, I'm so sorry, Evan. No, we've literally talked
0: about
1: everything but Marvel off the top. So uh, I'm just
0: like, we got 10 more minutes. Here right. we go. Um, All right, uh, Yellowstone so, recap. So, no. What was your favorite episode of Yellowstone this now, season? Now i got to ask. Dancing with the Stars. Now that the dust has settled a little bit, out of these movies, which is the best? You've got oh, okay. Barbie, Oppenheimer, and Cats.
1: Okay, not
0: Cats. Amazing question.
1: I'm going to say Barbie, and I know that might upset some people, but I love
2: Barbie. (laughs) I have not seen Oppenheimer. Unfortunately, Jordan and I cannot wait. Barbie's a home run. I loved it. So funny. Uh, Great performances all around. And uh, showing a clear love of the IP, I think.
0: Yeah. Even when being critical of it at certain points. So yeah, Barbie's great. Let's talk about Star Wars. Fans of the animated Star Wars shows got like a real big treat to see some of their favorite characters and concepts. If you think about like the Mortis gods realized in live action, I think it's safe to say that everyone was pretty floored by episode five of Ahsoka. That was like the flashback slash um, mm-hmm. World Between Worlds episode. That was the episode that I cried during. Um, but maybe the biggest thing in Star Wars this year was seeing Hayden Christensen as Anakin in the World Between Worlds. Um, this might carry a lot of weight for fans, but do you think that the general public is losing interest in Star Wars without big lightsaber Ooh. Jedi movies? Is that something that like question. you prefer mm-hmm. Disney kind of veers back toward? Maybe with like learning the lessons of the sequel trilogy and saying like, oh, you know, let's actually sit down and break out these three movies or if they (laughs) want to do a a trilogy Mm. and, and sit with that. I personally want more Star Wars movies. I feel like the work that they're doing in television is so great a lot of the time, but I do want to see a big screen like, you know, blow your budget, do crazy cinematography, like tell your crazy stories, cast your crazy people Um, how are you guys with the state of star Wars right now?
1: Um, honestly, what you just said, like nails on the head. Like if we're going to get a film, like someone needs to just like go all out and not give a, about money or about what people think. And like, just be like, Hey, like we're, we're getting nitty gritty. We're, we're going for heart. We're bringing out all the, all the creatures you could think of. And you know what I mean? Like, I think it's gotta be like really over the top. Um, I... I've liked the shows like we were talking about Andor earlier. Yeah. Um yeah. we're all,
2: I think we're all big Andor heads yeah. here. Big Rock Andor Stars. Yeah. And uh, um, yeah, we'll encourage people to check out that show. It's so good. Maybe yeah. underseen, I think. Uh yeah, it is but that's your holiday watch.
1: Go watch um, that. Mandalorian was solid and honestly, I was really really happy that Ahsoka was good. Yeah. Uh, cuz Obi-Wan Kenobi disappointed me. Yeah. That was like Obi-Wan Kenobi was like my dude. Like I I absolutely loved him when I was watching like the early early Episodes, which is technically four or five, and just four, right? But yeah, but like I remember when I was a kid, I loved that character, yeah. and then when Ewan McGregor took over for episode one, two, and three, I was like. I, I loved you, McGregor maybe I had a slight crush on him, but that's beside the point. And then, like, I was like, he's back, and they're gonna like dive deep into this like character that I felt so much attachment to. And mm-hmm. I like literally think I got maybe four episodes in, and and, and like each one was grueling for me. Like sure. I was not it's, getting it's, into it's it. It's
2: tough. Uh, yeah, you know, and there was this there was this moment that I will I will remember. I remember always seeing the um, there was a Star Wars celebration or something, mm-hmm. and it had you um, and McGregor and Hayden on stage together oh. uh, for the first time. Uh, you know, since since the prequels, and I've I've become a little bit of a prequels apologist. I kind of think that's happened for a lot of us. Yeah, 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 they're they're neat, weird, goofy movies, and maybe worth a rewatch. And and I think a lot of people feel like that. too. for a lot of people, that's their Star Wars. If Mm -hmm. you were a kid when those were coming out, that is Star Wars to you. Mm -hmm. And Rebels is Star Wars to you, and Clone Wars is Star Wars to you. Mm -hmm. So there's just this moment where they're on stage. And the moderator, I think it might have even been an IGN person, says Mm -hmm. something like, I think I know what they want to hear. And Hayden says, this is where the fun begins. And people lose their shit. And I'm like, people are so excited about this. And there's so many little corners of Star Wars to be excited about. So, you know, even if Andor isn't your thing, or even if Ahsoka isn't your thing, it seems like they are cognizant of the fact that Star Wars means a lot of things to a lot of people. Mm -hmm. So hopefully... You know, they're making enough of this to where there's a little something for everybody, and I
0: think that's what they're doing, and I think it's cool. So I'll ask one quick, okay. like, end of Star Wars question, okay. real fast for this segment. If we were to get new films, oh god, and I know there's some that are like in development or announced or whatever, but if we were to okay. get new films, do you want a prequel series, hmm. pre 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 prequels, right? High Republic. Post, High Republic, right? right? Or, or you know, anywhere. Um, a post sequels. Oh God. A in between somewhere, or a unrelated to the Skywalker saga. I
2: I think I got an answer. Yeah. Okay. Um, I so okay, right? Rise of Skywalker, um, mixed bag, trending towards negative, right? I think we can That's all very generous. We can all. <laughs> say Some, a great thing about that movie that I think people didn't talk enough about is how great Daisy Ridley is in it. Mm -hmm. She's terrific in that movie. Kind of a little bit like a young Mark Hamill who started off a little shaky. Uh, and then by by Return of the Jedi, Mark Hamill's fucking great. And I think the same thing kind of happened with Daisy Ridley, mm-hmm. where, you know, I don't think she was bad in Force Awakens, but mm-hmm. you know, the character was maybe a little half-baked. Mm-hmm. But by the time we got to that last movie, she's terrific. And I mm-hmm. think that that character is terrific. And I think the fact that they're making another movie about Rey is really neat. Mm -hmm. Um, So, yeah, hopefully it is, (laughs) you know, a a little more thoughtfully realized than uh, Rise of Skywalker. But I think it's cool. Make that fucking movie. I know they say they're making all these movies, and they never do. Mm -hmm. Uh, Taika Waititi was making one. Benioff and Weiss were making one. Uh, So I hope they don't cancel this one. I hope they actually do it, because I think that's a neat way to go.
1: Sorry, I'm only laughing because... Weiss and what was his name again? I Benioff. Forgot. Yeah. The, the they, they, Game, of they Thrones guys. Game of Thrones. That's yeah. why they didn't make sure. one. Sure. But yeah, sorry, but that's a whole other Yeah, discussion. maybe it's
2: okay they didn't get to make yeah, the Star yeah, Wars I was movie. Like, any, but. Which,
1: okay, like I'm always been kind of sad about because I think, I mean, and I think that there were articles that echoed this, that they were excited to do Star Wars. So they kind of like sped up the ending of Game of Thrones. Right. and that's And so it's right. like, if. In some world, in some multiverse, in some dimension, they properly gave Game of Thrones the exit it deserved, and had, and also created a great Star Wars movie. Right. It was not in our dimension or our universe, but yeah, that oh, would have yeah. been cool if that happened. But it didn't.
2: If they, um, you watch the rat, last Rick and Morty episode, but they have different branching realities where Lost ended different ways. Uh, <laughs> that's so funny. Uh,
0: anyway, so maybe well, somewhere yeah, there's I a like how two Lost endings. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Um, speaking of being lost, yes. if you are lost right now and <laughs> online, head over to nerdriot.shop and you'll find uh, some really great Mwah. merch to celebrate the holiday season. Yay. We've got mugs. That's it. That's all we oh, sell. <laughs> That's all we do. We, no, we've got mugs. We've got shirts. We've got hoodies. We're working on sweatpants. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. We're talking about it. Um, Curzies. there's like a gaming... They call them mouse pads, uh, but there's there's a gaming thing now. Ooh. um, check it out. There's some new stuff there um, or wait until you get that Christmas check what? in your stocking.
2: I was like, what is he doing? Or,
0: this? this, this is the universal okay. sign of pulling the Christmas check out, oh, yeah, out of your was like, socket. He was like, oh, no.
1: Santa wrote me like, a check. I got just hold him a fish. <laughs> <laughs> was
0: like, okay. Take
2: your
1: fish, trade <laughs> it
0: with a <the> fisherman, and <laughs> spend that and money spend on the some yes. nerdriot.shop no. oh, merchandise. Take your original Christmas trout. Let's talk yeah. about Marvel Whoa. now. Hey. Listen, not a great year for Marvel. What do you mean? For, I think, the wider audiences perspective, people are always like, New Rocks are too nice. And it's like, we don't want to talk about like, shit we don't like all the time. So we do try to find the stuff that we do like. Yeah. Um, but we are going to kind of cover all Marvel stuff. Okay. Um, you know, we, we had one bad year out of uh, the last 15 was when Iron Man came out.
2: Yeah, one, Marvel one more good doctor. stuff than
0: bad stuff, yeah, a pretty good track record. Yeah. Good um, but yeah, some of the stuff this year was a little rough. Not our favorite. Um, some some big things that happened uh, that were great. <laughs> Loki season two, I think, pretty universally praised. Yeah. Um, and a big a big shake up to sort of like the MCU and MCU lore canon. You have a Loki, sort of like. How would you even put this? He already was a god. How do you become more of a god? I don't know, but he's now the god of stories and is sort of like this figure at the end of time sort of watching over all of I just love
1: Loki. I'm sorry. Like, I love Loki. He's always been one of my favorite characters in the MCU. And I love how, like, we've just seen him grow. Like, he was kind of like... Um, you know, the the unwanted child or felt that way, you know, or like the sidekick brother and then he like tried to find his own and then he's grappling with like good and evil and then Loki season one, he's kind of like weird and tripping all over himself and lost and then like like you said, this finale, when he's like walking up to that throne, like I I certainly got emotional and maybe that's just because I have uh, just this deep attachment to this character. Um, But yeah, I mean, I definitely think people have been quite critical of Marvel and Star Wars as of late. Um, I do think that this was one of their wins and I, totally. and I it was uh, and maybe it's just because I'm obsessed with Loki um, but I, I enjoyed it I, I definitely am singing its praises. So.
0: One of the things that you said, I don't know why just like triggered a thought in my brain which was like, okay, Loki as a character is probably more or less settled in the MCU for the time being, mm-hmm. right? There's been a lot of talk about like, oh, are we gonna get Robert Downey Jr.'s Iron Man back? Are we gonna get Chris Evans' uh, Captain America back? I think the next person sort of in that echelon to retire is, is Tom Hiddleston's mm-hmm. Loki. Now I'm excited for a version where we do recast Loki and we do have a new version of that character in the MCU after a potential secret wars or whatever when there is like a more of a reset and Loki getting to meet himself and sort of like where he ends feels like Aww. it would be such a kind of because because you're right we do get a little bit of that moment in season one of Loki where he's like kind of watching what his life was meant to be and it's a really emotional moment. I would love for him to have sort of the opposite of that which is like, you know, that was a, a path your life was destined to take, but here's another one where you get to be this amazing person. And um I think that would be a really cool story. So that that's like future MCU stuff that I'm excited for is not like, oh, I really I miss Iron Man and would love to see him. I'm doing this again. <laughs> I miss Iron Man and would love to see him <laughs> in another movie. Um, but like I, do, gift, I almost people. wanted gift, to it. see Clip this out characters characters, <laughs> characters meet themselves. I think would be really emotionally resonant and, and something that I think would be cool. Ditto. <laughs> yeah. So I know yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. No, no, no. Loki season two good.
2: I maybe wish uh, I'd maybe a little softer on it than the general new rock stars uh, 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 office. Okay. Yeah. But I did like it a lot and agree that like Hiddleston is.
0: So One of my other so kind of good. like unwritten rules is uh, it matters a little bit less how you start if you can finish well. Mm-hmm. And we sure. talked about um, Game of Thrones started incredibly right. and ended with a wet fart. And people oh. are like, I hate that fucking show. I hate those fucking people. Don't let them make a Star Wars ever. <laughs> I don't want to see her in my thing. I don't want to see him in this other thing.
2: I get it. Yeah.
0: But you talk about like something like Loki season two, which I would agree, I think that there's a couple episodes in the beginning that maybe don't connect as well as some of the other episodes, but the way that that show finished was so good that I think it, I mean, and I'm not saying the bad episodes of Loki were as bad as the bad episodes of Game of Thrones, don't get me wrong, but I do think like it matters a little bit more how you finish as long as you're able to keep people Mm -hmm. to get to that ending. Um, and so I think that the, the reason it's so beloved is just it ended so well. Sure, yeah, yeah great ending
2: and yeah, for sure. And you know, uh, maybe my future Loki pitch uh, yeah. would be um, a little more of an episodic version of that show where just like every day, New timeline, new universe, new crime. Love that. You wrap it I up. Love it. Uh, love I got that. really into Strange New Worlds this year. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the Star Trek show. Okay. And I love how episodic that show is. There's some running themes, and obviously, there's some big stories and relationships that evolve. But essentially, we go to a new planet, we find a new thing. By the end of the episode, we've had a story. Uh,
1: there's not a lot of shows like that. Yeah. Anymore. It's I know. like everything is like in this bigger picture, right? Sure. You were talking about the fall of House of Usher, and it's like, you got to be along for that whole right. Ride. It's just like, it's like yeah. a long
2: movie, yes. um, you know, which can be good. But yeah, I don't know. I kind of saw potential for Loki now that you know the TVA is a little unmoored. With uh, I don't know, could we do a version that's a little more monster of the week? I do I think like
0: the Lost killed that genre of television. Hmm. I think, um, but I do a TVA show. It doesn't need yeah. to be Loki season three. Yeah, no, sure. It could but like be... the TVA, I think, is a great show. And it's like X files Z or, or whatever comp yeah. you want to make oh, would be yeah. awesome. That's great. Um, we Owen, need Will, Owen bring Wilson that and back. Sylvie. Do an Owen Wilson oh, and so Sylvie. Good. Will they, won't oh they? My oh my God. Even, it too, oh, fuck uh, it. Go do that. a rescue mission, save Renslayer, add her to the. There's like so many great characters. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like the, the oh yeah. Out. Sure. And you can tie it into all that stuff. But anyway,
2: one and done. Yeah. Love it, yeah. Okay, so well, something that Kevin we, Kevin Feige call us. We Marshall? got pitches. Marshall was that a, was that a different show? That also, we did? I gave I gave a
1: really good Disney marketing um, proposal on one of our other episodes. So people, you should go watch that and Marshall hire us. Should I bring it up right now? Yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so there's all these Christmas specials and Christmas, like Marvel and Disney movies, right? right? And they should do like each day of Christmas, like watch this for day one of Christmas. A
2: little advent calendar. Happy holidays,
1: yes. Yeah, a little advent calendar. Holidays, sorry. Um, But yeah, like, because when I was a kid, remember they do the 25 days of the holidays, you know what I mean? And so, or yeah, 25. Yeah. That is good. They should do that. Yeah, I was like, because they're dropping all of what if in a week, you know what I mean? So I was like, I don't know. Anyway, hire me maybe or not. I'll just everyone, everyone hire us for all yeah. the jobs. For all the writing, <laughs> please.
0: Um, we had a couple of other things come out this year. Uh, and I just want to talk about like, we'll zip through these a little bit because I want to talk about like MCU implications or big changes or whatever. Um, this Rhodey reveal that we got in Secret Invasion, I think... At first, it was really exciting. It was like, oh, wow, how long has already been a scroll for? And like, how is this going to play? in? And, and then like by the time we got to the finale, which was disappointing again, that show started pretty good, ended yeah. really poorly, um, uh, in my opinion.
1: No, no, agreed. Just it was sad because it had so many great actors in it, and you're just oh, like, how?
2: Yeah. The patch for that completely. show, it's like... Oh, we're gonna do a Nick Fury spy show, and he's finding scrolls. Great! Yes. Sounds amazing. Sold. Yeah, in yeah. the room, buy it. Yeah, sure. And
1: Olivia Colman. Who else yeah. is in it? Oh my, like, oh my gosh! I'm trying to think of. There was um. Oh, who, who's Kings the guy? Benadire's. Yeah, great. yeah. I'm like, it had such a great cast, and then I was just like, what just happened here? But anyway, didn't did quite work out.
0: Me. I no, think it that it the sense. reveal of him being a scroll <laughs> was interesting <laughs> until the reveal of how long he had been a scroll, which was like implied to have happened right during Civil War, right after Civil War, yeah. and people were like, oh, all this emotional attachment that I have to this character is now kind of ruined. Sure. And it's like, then do we like, I can't remember, what, what was his scroll's name? I don't remember. I don't even remember um, Do we like that scroll? Because they were a good companion <laughs> uh, to right. Tony. Uh, it gets really yeah. fucking messy. Um, so, you know, the, in
1: the teleprompter, it literally, literally says, "Rhody being a scroll equals huh, huh?
0: And that's all we need to say about that. Sure. That's
1: all we need to say. I,
2: I I think at some point we'll have some sort of retcon coming with all the dunk that happened in Secret Invasion. Uh, uh, maybe, hey, maybe Maria Hill's still alive out there somewhere. Aww, wouldn't that be wouldn't nice? Wouldn't
0: that be great? Wouldn't that be great? Uh, uh, Do a Maria Hill show!
1: we were literally talking about this on the What If episode we just did. I was like, I love Colby. Anyway. I love Colby. I love Maria Hill. But anyway, sorry. Uh, I'm yeah,
2: there. sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, there's got to be some sort of yeah. backup because you, you can't have Gaia out there with every power. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: and you know, a lot of people have been talking about this like multiverse theory where some of the things that we're seeing don't take place in the same universe sure. as some of the other things we're seeing. Mm-hmm. I, I like the theory. I think it's interesting. I, I agree with something that Eric said in a video, which was basically like like, it's not, your mom is seeing these movies, you know? Like, I get that the Marvel can kind of do like, more heady storytelling sometimes, but like, at the end of the day, the this is like a mass market product, and I think it would be a little confusing for people to be like, Wait, which, which universe did this one take place in? Yeah. Um, so I, I like that theory. I just don't think it's going to stick. Um, we got a couple more things that were really implicative to the MCU, including Beast being in the Marvels. <gasps> and this was really interesting because, you know, it's like, okay, what universe is that Beast sure. in because of this incursion is happening and like... We, mes- we mentioned Professor Xavier, who's dead in 838. And it's like, was 838 intended to be the Fox X-Men universe? Probably not. Is this new thing supposed to be that? Beast looks kind of different. It's CGI now, it's not makeup. Was that just a like a production choice? Um, a lot of questions came out of the Marvel's film, not only having to do with that film, but also this post-credit scene. Um, I just kind of want to hear your guys' thoughts about your excitement about this, or your concern about this, any, any any beast or X Men thoughts?
1: I love the X Men. I grew up on the '90s animated show, um, so the movies definitely were not awesome, in my opinion. Um, mm-hmm. And I f- never like understood why they could not get it right because I feel like the world of X Men has like the best characters, like the yeah, best. We were, um, we were just. Basically touting Storm in every way possible in yeah. a different episode. Um, I mean, Rogue has so much complexity with like her powers and who she is a person. As a person, I had the biggest crush on Gambit with his Cajun accent and his like amazing <laughs> fade haircut. Right. Um, I mean, Jubilee was a little bit annoying at times, <gasps> um, but I, I love Jubilee. Too. Oh my gosh, I
2: literally. This, came. this is worse. This is worse than the Val sorry, Filmer I'm Batman sorry, thing. I'm Jubilee sorry. was annoying. I do She's
1: love an angel. Jubilee, but I'm saying like they all hold a special place in my heart. <laughs> (laughs) Um, Mystique is like one of the best villains, you know, could kind of go both ways. Like, yeah, I'm just like, I could go on and on about why X-Men is amazing. And so like, I just get scared every time we start talking about a movie because I think I'm just traumatized because (laughs) it was like the animated show is like so precious to me. And these characters are so precious to me. And then like the movies never quite did it for me. Also, um... I was a huge fan of Psylocke, and I don't think Olivia Munn did anything wrong, but it was just kind of like I just don't feel like those these these characters were ever written to their potential. Yeah, and I'm just like, please, like I don't know what needs to be done, but um, yeah, hopefully. Hopefully they'll do it better this time around. That
2: would be nice. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm, 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 I'm cribbing a, a Voss take here. They've been doing so much with their B team for so long. Like, uh, you know, this is like a cold take at this point, but they made a franchise out of characters people hadn't really heard of. Iron Man, Thor, Captain America, they were the B team. And they managed to make this, uh, you know, giant universe with those characters as the foundation. And now uh, we have some of the greatest characters ever to come out of comics. We have the X Men. We have the Fantastic Four. So hopefully they've learned some things from the mistakes of this year and this, you know, phase or whatever. And yeah, we can just get some really great movies with these really great characters. I hope. Um, yeah, and hopefully they'll, you know, slow down the production a little bit. Maybe uh, give great writers and directors time to make the movie they want instead of reshooting everything to death. And uh, yeah, so hopefully, you know, now that we have the potential to have these characters, uh, we'll get some great stuff. And I do
0: think before we move on to our last topic here, you know, this strike, uh, obviously really devastating to our industry in a lot of ways, but uh, what it gave to Marvel Studios, this gift, basically, of like, this opportunity to kind of take stock and realize, like, what is working, what's not working, we heard, you know? Uh, Daredevil Born Again is getting rewritten and delayed. We heard Captain America Brave New World, same story, is getting a lot of rewrites and reshoots. So I'm hoping that that's all like great news and good opportunities mm-hmm. and they can move forward and had several months to just kind of like sit back and be like, well, this year has not gone the way that we wanted mm-hmm. it to. How can we take these lessons and run? Mm-hmm. Um, we do want to quickly go to one of the other shows that was sort of coming out during the end of the year, a spinoff show um, that I think we all really loved, Gen V. Um, sur- it was kind of a surprise. I watched that first trailer, and my complaint to some of my coworkers was that it felt a little too river daily. Um, and that did not the You mean end the, you be... mean the highest is... compliment you can give any entertainment product?
2: Much, yeah.
0: You um, mean it looks awesome? <laughs> <laughs> you know, maybe you I should have like, said, like, a little too, on. like, Pretty Little Liars-y or One Tree hill e, which are two shows that I've but watched. But
1: that's hot right now. We were literally just talking about Sabrina the Teenage Witch and oh. Wednesday and all that stuff. Like mm. That that kind of young adult, like kind of, I don't even know what you call it. It's not a genre, is it a genre? I don't know, you know what no, I mean? No, I know like, what you mean. Yeah, kind of genre
2: heavy YA. It's a yes. little bit, of, it's a little dramatic. There's a lot, it's a little soapy maybe. Yes, it uh, definitely,
1: yeah. all I can think of, I hope this is not, I hope I'm not gonna regret saying this. Um, I liked a lot of CW shows when I was younger, like sure. Smallville, I'm trying to think of some others and it's escaping me. But like, there's a lot of these new shows that people call River Daily, they remind me of CW shows. Like they're yeah, like, 100%. there's like, a darkness and, a, and they do get pretty dark but there's always this like we're in high school having fun kind yeah. of along with these like really heavy kind of things going on and so what i loved about yeah, gen v is that it's literally riverdale meets the boys sure like it's literally riverdale meets the boys
0: and i guess think. i guess when i said it felt river yeah. i was sort of taking that within the context of the greater boys universe and okay. saying like well this is a show that like you know probably doesn't have a lot of crossover fans with a show like Riverdale. But I think what they did with Gen V was really clever and creative and it like ended up being for maybe both crowds. Totally, 100% agree with you. So I I loved a little bit of Gen V. Really kind of held its own and proved that it could stand on its own. It's not, you know, I think a lot of people were like, ugh, why do I have to watch the show in order to then go watch (laughs) Boys season four? And it's like, well, just treat it as like, Boys season three B, and it's some new characters, and it's fucking great. We can um, talk
1: spoilers, right? Oh, totally. Okay. Um,
2: spoilers.
0: The
1: finale.
2: I
0: haven't seen it. Oh, you haven't seen oh, it. Oh, no, you, talk you, talk you, no, no. You can, talk, you
2: can. I'll just. Jordan. No, you listen, it's, about, it's, it's not spoiler about the destination. Words. It's about the ride.
1: Okay, so I don't think this is like a spoiler. major. Well, I haven't seen any of it, so basically. Oh, okay. You'll you, forget about you've the, seen the boys,
2: boys I mean, right? Uh, yeah. So yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I like this conversation because it's getting me stoked about Gen B. So this,
1: so. Homelander appears sure. in the finale, okay. and it's just, like, the the presence of Homelander. That actor, is his name Andrew Starr? Mm-hmm. Anthony. I, I think, Anthony Starr, oh, sorry. Yeah, he's great. I don't, like, I don't know what it is. Like, he just has this presence, right? And so you just, like, see him land, and, like, the whole campus, it's, it takes place in the college yeah. campus, is just, like, just eerily like quiet and just so afraid of him, you know? And you think like he's here to save the day, right? I won't tell you what happened, but like he's here to save the day. And then like, he just says these lines and it literally like pierced through my heart. And then the way it all ends, I literally was just like staring at my screen. I'm getting chills right now. I was like, no, no, no. Yeah. like no 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 like do not oh, do man. not I gotta do watch it, it. Like, I gotta I'm watch sorry, it that doesn't sell it for you <laughs> no no I'm into like, it I'm, and I think it, it's funny because like that's I don't even think that's super spoilery because it's like th- there's sure. so much that goes on like so much complexity and I think like the other thing that's really nice too is that they're like teenagers um, well I guess like 20 early 20s-ish and so they're just making like young people mistakes and so you kind of like yeah. in the boys you see these characters making actions and you're like not cool not good but then you see like these kids kind of like fumbling and like having identity crises you know, and doing it. stuff, yeah. yeah and you're just like oh shoot they're just they're going through it yeah. you know and i think it's it made it i i love the boys i think the boys is better i do really like gen v <laughs> i think the yeah. boys is better um but what i loved about gen v was just kind of it was like nice to have this kind of cw-esque river daily as you like <laughs> to call it kind of boys you know so i, I
0: think like what i liked about i, I agree i do like the boys better than gen v what i i binge watched the three three seasons of the boys um so i watched all of it in How fun. Of one That'd be so setting fun. yeah um what i got tired of with the boys was you know uh huey and becker kind of being like we gotta kill homelander and that being the same story for each True. three seasons so like getting a new sort of like a plot was interesting to me and a little bit of a breath of fresh air. Mm. What I will say with your comments about Anthony Starr's Homelander, it's like, we need a tropey word for that type of villain, which is like, I don't know if you guys watched Heroes uh, when we were younger, but yeah, like yeah. the villain of that, Silar, I think was his name. Mm-hmm. It was played by, um, uh, gosh, what's his name? Uh spock in the new star trek movies
1: oh how funny yes i don't i can't remember i know i
0: know yeah uh quinto yes there we go yes we need like a tv tropes-esque like name for that villain who is so villainous but like you just like it's like car crash villain where you like want to keep watching them yeah i never want to see them be defeated i want to continue watching them do evil shit but i'm not like rooting for them i want
1: to hear your guys you're, I want to hear y'all's um, like favorite villains because there's oh, two sure. others that I say that I think have that Television chemistry. Television specifically? No, I just for me the two that come to my um, head when I watched Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men. I have never been so scared. Like I don't even love that movie. I haven't watched it in a long time, but I all I I will never forget the scene with the penny where and he goes up to that like sweet old cashier and it was like. The, whatever the he instilled in me. The sound of the
0: gun yeah. too. Yeah. Whatever he Think instilled it.
1: in me is that word that you're thinking of. And yeah. the other time I felt that, like I've, ne- like we all want, we consume this stuff like a lot, right? And so the only two times I've felt scared to my gut was with Javier Bardem and then with Heath Ledger, the Joker, totally. when he was the Joker. Totally I, I another remember one. when he came on screen and it was like every time he told a different backstory for the Joker. Yeah. Like, and it was like the first time you heard it, you're like, oh my gosh, it's so sad. And then the second time he, he said <laughs> it, I'm literally
0: getting
1: getting chills thinking of it. Cause I was like, you are so on a different, whatever. It's a different level of villain. I don't know what the word would be, but those are the two times I have felt that. So sorry, Evan, we're totally going off here. Your turn.
2: (laughs) Oh gosh. Uh, So you know who I really like, who I don't think gets enough credit in this zone is uh, Hela from Thor Ragnarok. (gasps) I think that is a, uh, it's a wonderful performance. It's really campy. It's really funny. And you know, she has a wound., uh, but we don't spend too much time on it. It's it, it, uh, yeah, I, I maybe am uh, am anxious for us to get back to villains that don't need a shit ton of backstory. Yeah., um, I, yeah. you know, I interesting Give them some complexity, but also, I think we are a little obsessed in our pop culture these That's days. True. She's terrifying
1: like, though. When she's she came, great. Yeah when she came on the screen, you were like, it, it ha- there is some it's some combination of like that they need to like have some sort of physicality that makes them very. I was just gonna right. say yeah. it's
0: just because Kate Blanchett is fucking. She's Kate awesome. but yeah.
1: Anthony Starr has it, yeah. Heath Ledger had it, and Javier Bardem, and I don't like all those villains are completely different. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But there's just some. It's not just physicality though. It's it's like chemistry. It's energy. There's something. But it's like there is, and I do agree with you. I think like one of the things that made Javier Bardem. And um, Heath Ledger, so scary, was like, we didn't know a lot about him. Like, the Joker kept on, the Joker's, what was the Joker's backstory? Right, yeah. and then who is this guy for Javier Bardem's right. character? It was
0: it's
2: like, yeah, a little bit it's the like, strangers. Um, why are you doing I was this? Say, you're yeah. Home. yeah, yeah, that's oh, so, that's we, so scary.
0: We both went for that
2: exact same um, reference. I'll say villain of the year. I think uh, Superfly from uh, Ninja Turtles: Mutant Mayhem. Oh, oh,
0: oh Superfly! He was so good. Was
2: great. I didn't catch that flick. Yeah, oh, it's, it's really good. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. it's it's streaming. You should watch it. It's yeah. it's a hoot. And yeah, um, super ice, cute. Ice Cube. Ice Cube. Yeah, given the villain performance of the year he's terrific and looks really cool and it's a fun little like he's so subversion likeable. of the ninja turtle floor he's great it was
1: it was like i'm sorry like i would have never kind of like said that but like um a hundred percent i watched it recently and i was just like his performance was stellar but the thing he didn't even really seem like a villain because he was like so he's he was cool awful. he was awful he's definitely the villain, yeah. but he was he was just like so cool and likable yeah. what kept him making me laugh was like he, like, kept going, what the hell, what the hell, you know, and, <laughs> I, yeah, and it was just, like, it was so genuine. What the, oh, like, yeah. I just thought he acted very, he's like, great. He, he, there's, like, a part where he's, like, I don't want to spoil it for you, but he's, he's, it's, okay. it's kaiju, you know, he's, like, going oh, around fun. the city. And it was just, like, funny, like, I just thought he had very genuine reactions to how, so- if, if we some, somehow were towering around L.A., like, I don't know, I just thought he was very likable and cute. Though, that's not what a villain wants to be described as, but I don't know. Yeah. I agree.
0: Lovable and cute. That's the villain that I want to be.
1: I, we went 30 minutes over what I said. It's okay. <laughs> sorry, everybody.
0: Thank you guys so much for sticking with us today. uh Those were our, some of our favorite and least favorite pop culture moments of the year. We're looking forward to a 2024 with, we counted, 10. Marvel and Star Wars shows coming out, and TV and movies coming out next year, which is wild. Plus, we have things like The Boys season four, Fallout, which is I'm personally oh, really excited yes. for, uh, House of the Dragon season two, among other things. It's gonna be a good year. This is probably our final live break room of the year, but stay tuned to the channel. Um, we will be putting out other things that we've already recorded or that we'll be recording later, but just airing at a different time. Um, so stick around and uh, we'll see you live in the new year. Be sure to subscribe to all three channels in the New Rockstars Network, New Rockstars, The Break Room, The Deep Dive. Um, hey guys, where can they find your, your socials?
1: At J-A-C-K-I-J-I-N-G and I'm on uh, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitch, everything.
0: Do you have a preference?
1: Ooh, you know what? I've been going back and forth on Instagram and TikTok, though both of them tend to annoy me. Um, And I'm on X too, but X kind of annoys me.
0: Who says X? I said,
1: okay, no, 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 no. I said Twitter, and then he asked me if I was on X, and I said, who says X? So he's (laughs) making fun of me. Anyway, yeah, at Jackie J. No E on
2: the end. Jordan? Uh, Hey, I've got a uh, a graphic novel available for pre-order that I would love for people to check out, and it's called Youth Group. It is a YA horror comedy that some might say is a little Riverdale. Yes. <laughs> Riverdale meets Shaun of the Dead. Maybe. Oh, I love maybe that, that. Might be a good pitch. Good combo. Uh, yeah, it's about teenage exorcists. Uh, I did it with a great artist named Bowen McGurdy. and uh, you can pre-order it now. Bit.ly/youthgroupbook. Uh, you can see the cover there. Find all the pre-order links, or just uh, you know go to wherever you buy a book: Amazon, Barnes and Noble, your local indie bookstore, Youth Group. Pre-order it. I would love that.
1: That's gonna be a Netflix Sunday, everybody. I'm manifesting that. I'm manifesting. What's
0: manifesting?
1: Can you make
2: I, you know what? The I'm the to gonna...
1: counselors or something? Not like bad creepy, but like, you know, they're like, oh, that's a weird one.
0: Yes. Okay, I you. can not do
2: that. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm okay. gonna
0: do the adaptation of it and just throw all the source material No,
2: my away. precious source material. <laughs> <laughs> it's creepy. now about a haunted car Friends wash. Will hate. <laughs> Why?
1: I don't know. We'll make an anthology series,
2: episodic. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yes, <laughs> it'll be all be very episodic. Perfect. New every week Yay. thank you guys so much yeah thanks, thanks everybody
0: thanks for listening you can check out our break room live streams at break room nr on twitch at 3 p.m pacific and don't forget to subscribe on youtube
2: you can find us at break room nr on instagram and x thanks for listening later gators